Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. So weird. Yeah. It's the weird news. It's the weird news show. Weird. Next question point at the end of it. Uh, two middle-aged Thank dudes you, and some weird stuff. Mark Patch on the weird. That's pretty good. How are you, man? We're working on that. Pretty good. Hey, this is episode 163. Can you believe it? Hey, this is weird. I'm Craig. 163. This is weird. I'm Aaron. Uh, Happy to be no, here. No, it's not weird that you're Aaron. You've been no, Aaron normal. every single time. That's correct. Um, just, you know, just... Uh, it, we're recording a day early here at the Leebury Studios. That gives me a little extra time to produce. Well, here's the thing. Listen to me mess with my microphone. I don't amateur yeah. deuce. I produce. Uh, unicorn just walked by she in Leebury Studios. That was the weirdest thing. So, Are the Unicorns um, recording tonight? Maybe the band? Yeah. The unicorns? Yeah. That's another great band name. Right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> no, the that doesn't count. Because that, that's an actual band name. Isn't that? Yeah, it that's should, the Unicorns. If it's not, it needs to be. It is. So, yeah, it sounds like something you would probably listen to. I'd listen to it. So, uh, Greta Van Unicorn. How about Greta Van Fleet? They, they're you good. finally gave it a spin. Yeah, yeah, I like them. They just sound like a Zeppelin cover band. They don't sound like a cover band. They, they, they do sound, they like, do Zeppelin. sound like Zeppelin. Yeah, they do sound but like Zeppelin. Good. I'm not being but mean. I'm, I'm really not being mean to More them. More talented. I think it's unfortunate they sound a little bit too much like them, though, because they're always going to be compared to that. But I never liked Zeppelin. And see, the thing is, his the lead singer's voice, and he's only 21, does, he sounds just like Robert Plant. Yeah, he does. But... Uh, the musicianship is much better than Led Zeppelin. Jimmy Page, plus Greta Van Fleet doesn't steal their songs. I think they actually write them all. Well, songs. I would hope so. Well, yeah, but that uh, Jimmy Page would rip a song off in a second. But, 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 but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But I'm kind of, going to be honest with you, I'm kind of fired up today. I'm on a sugar high right now. Are you really? What I've you got, got some oh. half-price half uh, Easter candy. And I, I got to go buy Kroger on the way I don't, home. No, you do not. Yes, I do. I got to get by there. They got these uh, little – okay, so I went in there trying to get the little um, – the robin eggs, the ones that are basically chocolate. Ooh, they're, they're the cre- malted milk eggs. No, not those. What are the other ones called? There, there's a Hershey. There's a Hershey. There's, okay, wait. Hold it. Hold. <laughs> you get me excited. Back up. There's, there's, a, there's a Hershey one that's the Hershey chocolate inside of an egg with a little you know brittle coating on good. the inside. Those are good. Then I grabbed the Cadbury's thinking they were also the chocolate on the inside. Get in the car, and of course, like any the, good the rock, chocolate. The Cadbury robin eggs any, is what you got. Any, no. Can I tell you what I got? Because you've not heard of these yet. How do you know? I just I know you did. You haven't. So I get in the car as any good chocolate addict, chocolate addict would do. I got in the car and opened the bag. You don't wait. No, you no. Can't. Why would I? Why would you? It's just getting stellar by the second. I take a bite and I'm thinking these taste different than usual. I look. I bite into one. And look at the inside. It's cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. It's like white on the inside with little bits of Oreo type stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. It was good. Don't like them. It was good. I don't like them. And then I got some. Of course, I had to get the Reese's peanut butter cup eggs. Sure, things. the Reese eggs. But are good. Uh, but I <laughs> I like a Reese cup too. I'll eat a Reese cup in a heartbeat. Quit saying Reese. Why? Even their commercials say Reese's. What are you wrong? With? And it's apostrophe s. It's like it belongs to Reese. It's Reese's cup. It's Reese's. <laughs> yes. What are we doing with? Why them? are you saying Reese's? Oh, that's just what I call them. Reese cup. That's, I guess that's, that's what we call them growing up. Hey, we gonna get in trouble this week for anything? Because last week we got in trouble. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, I want to. I want to take a moment. <clears throat> let's take it down a little bit here. You gonna get serious? Let's get serious just for a second. So last week we had a story 
about Jesus going into the Pizza Hut. Robbing the Pizza and Hut. And robbing the yeah. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Now, we... Last I, name Christ. I, I want to remind... Yes, he, he's from heaven and Indiana. <laughs> yes. But here's, what I, here's the thing. We didn't mention Nazareth at all. No. Uh, and they were a pretty good band. But here's the thing. <laughs> the circumstance was comical. Absolutely. Okay? So much so that everybody covered yeah. it. And but the, the thing is, the man has schizophrenia, which, which we would, we would never laugh about. Right. We uh-huh. were laughing about the circumstance. Yes. I don't know how, considering we have four listeners, the cousin, a couple of family members heard and saw the episode. Heard the episode. Yeah, his cousin apparently. His cousin and lit us up. Boy, they a didn't little like bit. it. They weren't happy. And I just want to, if it makes her feel any better, I hope she still listens. And I want her to know that we. Absolutely, we're not making light of of we her family not. member having schizophrenia. But as our good uh, marketing manager Cassandra said to her online, yes. she said, "You know, the circumstances were funny. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the funny that he was in that condition. What he did, the way he presented it, was funny. I mean, yes, it doesn't mean we think it it's was funny. humorous. We don't think it's funny. That, I mean, I do things, and you do things. And that you are, got that, mental illness. I, now you're making fun of it. What's your problem? <laughs> Trying to make it right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. so we, I'm we, sorry. So we wanted to take a moment and say, you know what? You know, schizophrenia is a real thing. We watched Split. We know. Yeah. And uh, and we weren't making fun of anybody. We were laughing at the circumstances. Yes. And uh, I think she's okay. We talked so. to her. I hope um, so. And uh, we apologized on Facebook to her. Uh, her name is, is Carrie. I'm just yeah. going to say her first name, Carrie. Um, I think she's okay. Uh, by the end of our conversation, she seemed to calm down and uh, understand. She it appeared that she was really upset because everybody in the media was going right, going after it, and, and, and she was under the impression we were just doing anything to get like clicks, like listens, like buttons or yeah. whatever. And she obviously doesn't know the numbers that we have. <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. Um, but anyway, uh, Carrie and your family, we we certainly do care about your cousin's situation. But but we weren't making fun of him for I that. I wonder if her middle name is On My Wayward Son. Carrie, On My Wayward yeah, Son. Yeah, that'd be a great middle so. name. I think that was a really bad joke. Well, no, I was serious. Hey, yeah. but but I would like to say this. If I was in his situation, yeah. and I did something like that, right? in the state of mind I'm in right now, I would say laugh ahead, it up. ahead of time, laugh it up. Sure. He, he sounded like he was trying to be funny not part man, of the time. I don't know. Well, he said, I look like Jesus. What am I supposed yeah, to look like? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was he was definitely confused and stuff. But we, we certainly don't think it's funny. We we think what happened was At, comical. Yes. So that's enough of that. But that's we, enough we, of that. If we didn't care, we wouldn't even talk about it. Hey, I got a shout out. I want to shout out to my friend Don from Amazon. Delta? No, that's not a funny joke. No, it wasn't any worse than what you said. About no, it you. was much worse. You can ask her what kind of flowers she's got on. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn is awesome. She uh, she's uh, really promoting our show around the uh, fulfillment center where I work. So all twelve people, everybody. Well, no, she's telling the ro- she's, well, mostly with robots. Yeah, there's she's some robots. telling the robots. It's weird because the robots are robot going beep bop boop, and then you hear a voice come out. of Yes, them. it's bizarre. Anyway, thanks, Dawn. Uh, this is your shout out. Yeah, Dawn. Also, and, yeah. I, I'd like to. Uh, bring up a, a brand new podcast that's out there called generationally speaking <laughs> it's a new podcast they're recording right here at the Lee Berry studios we we, we, we welcomed them to the Lee yes. Berry studios last week in fact yep i think there's uh officially three podcasts that yeah. take place here yeah. we've really it's really grown it's gone from uh 
bought a uh, band a used. platinum yeah uh, platinum rock and roll sort of place yeah. we were making records i mean it was it was crazy what was going on here to podcast central and i think mr barry would be pleased i think he would too especially since you know he you know on his deathbed he was still saying that it was a stupid idea <laughs> That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> front D's, I mean, Front Drama's going to hear this. Front D probably doesn't know who we are anymore. That's true. You got Top Story? You got Top Story? Yeah, maybe. Top Story. <laughs> Misspelled sign proclaims. This is an Easter story. Yes, it is. Chris, how, huh? How was your Easter? It was good. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. saw me. I don't know why you didn't see me. So mine wasn't any good. <laughs> well, you were there. I saw, I saw Pops. Did you tell him I said hi like I, I did, said? And I told Mom you said hi too. Did they get you any Chris any uh, Christmas candy? Did they get you any uh, Mom Easter got candy? me some Cadbury eggs. Did your brother steal it? No, because he wasn't there. He was, he's in Colorado. Yeah, good. He's yeah. staying there. <laughs> no, he's coming. He's coming home this week. God, I was just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> I messed up your top story. I'm sorry. You really did. Yeah, but it is an Easter story. All right. Anyway, misspelled, misspelled, misspelled sign. <laughs> look at me. I'm Craig Underhill. Look at me. I'm coming. Look at me. I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> Misspelled sign proclaims Chris has risen. Chris is risen. A church, Chris is risen indeed. Yes. <laughs> a, a church was presented with signs reading Chris has risen after a mix-up at the printers. Uh, Acom Parish Church in York had ordered four banners it's saying over Christ. The UK. Huh? It's over the UK. It's over the UK. Yeah, all right. We need some banners that say Christ is risen. And who is Chris? I don't know what you says, Chris. <laughs> who is it? Anyway, so they were supposed to get four banners that said Christ is risen, but the T was missed off the finished article. However, assistant curate Ned Lunn said the error was discovered before the signs were delivered. Well, this makes it a non-story. A BBC (laughs) Radio York Facebook post has been shared more than 3,000 times, prompting one person to reply, more T, Vicar? Aha, because there was no T, see? Yeah, more T, Vicar. It's British, and Vicar is, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember that Smith song, Vicar in a Tutu. Yeah. That's where I learned what a vicar was. I had to uh, pull out the dictionary. Yeah, well, there's a t- I, I, I didn't know the term at all. There was a, uh, a vicar of something. There was a uh, British comedy about, yeah. about a vicar. Vicar this in is, space. This is actually riveting. But anyway, Mr. Lund said, oh, I'm so glad the customer spotted the mistake. It'll be a bit of an embarrassment. Oh, what did I say? You, you, say, you said it'll be. I didn't be. say it at all. No, you didn't say it Let's right. Let's try that again. There's another word you missed. <clears throat> Mr. Lund said, I'm so glad the customer spotted the mistake. It'll save a bit of embarrassment and a lot of confusion. I had to check the four banners when I distributed them, though, just to make sure. The pastor at the Baptist church is actually called Chris, <laughs> and he's got to get up for a sunrise service at 6.30 a.m. Easter worked. Sunday. <laughs> they would have known that the pastor was there. <laughs> His predecessor didn't manage to get up for the service last year. Oh, that's too fun. I don't know how many areas, regions of England I just hit. I, don't I hit, know. hit a bunch of well, them. Well, you, you don't want to leave people out. I like to make every. I like to make it all inclusive. It's all inclusive. Yes. Hey, I got a weird story that happened to me this week. I'm. I've been waiting to hear this. Okay, this is this is Aaron's true weird story. We, uh, Craig and I, love to go to this place called. It's called Give Me a Five. Right. And it's like a what do you call, treasure hunt. It's an Amazon. We've talked about it before. I think yeah. it's a it's a it's a company. They buy Amazon returns truckloads. Yes, of just all this stuff that's been returned to Amazon. So some of it could be defective, could be broken, whatever. You got to kind of take your chances. There's a bit of a gamble, but everything, and you could test it before you leave. But everything's five dollars, and then on another day it'll be three, and then a couple of days it's two, then it's one dollar, then it becomes a quarter day, and then they start all over again. Yeah. So you go dig through these bins, and, and you, you find come, a bunch of great stuff. We have found drones. We found. 
I got uh, binoculars. I got a projector. I, I found got, uh, a Fitbit. You know, yeah. We find some. You can find some really My good. My first three D printer came from there. That's exactly right. A three D printer. Yeah. But now this isn't. You know, results may vary. This sure. isn't exactly what happens every time. Okay. So long story short, I'm at work Friday, and uh, the plant shuts down because they're up updating software. So everybody gets the afternoon off. Plants run on software. So I think. Uh, where where uh, the fulfillment center is located, there's a give me a five right around right. the corner. We've got so, about four around the area. So I thought it's quarter day. I'll go see what I can find because I need some cables. Quarter. So, it's a full quarter. So I went and I found some HDMI cables. You know, um, I picked up uh, some journals. Yeah, they got they got this thing where you can fill a bag up for ten bucks for ten bucks. Yeah. So if you get whatever more, you fit so if it. you get forty items, you've broken even. If you you just keep filling it up, you're just getting stuff. So I'm digging through one of these bins looking for treasures, and I see this can. This can right here. Brought it with me. That's so you a can. can. I think it's empty. Uh, VK Wiku or something like that. Right? It is Wiku. empty. It is empty, but it was sealed. And I thought, what's this? You know, I like that's a good looking design. It's got a British, it's got Black the Union Jack on the back of it. I look at the bottom; it says XL. So I think, yeah, it says English. What's the English? What on the bottom? English famous brand. Yeah, English famous brand XL. And I like an extra large t shirt. You think you think it's a t shirt in a can? I'm thinking it's a t shirt in a can for a quarter. I'm buying it. Right, right. I can work. I work in. in Although, let me see. Okay, lifting this thing up, I'm thinking. Well, there's you nothing don't in it now. I've taken it out. Oh, there was something in there. There was something in there. Yes. Well, why don't I see what that is? I didn't bring it. Why? Well. I kind of maybe I did bring it, but you can't see it yet. So the thing is, I bought this can and I go home and uh, pop the top, and inside is a pair of underwear. No, but it's like Under Armour underwear. Really good stuff, right? Oh, I don't want to see that. Well, Lori bought me some Under Armour underwear. I don't want to know about that. Changed my life. Best, most because comfortable underwear ever. That is, I'm a little uncomfortable. So I'm about I'm taking it out of the can. This can it's about the size of a what. A soda can? It's a little bit bigger than a beer can. Yeah. So I'm pulling it out, and I notice the underwear doesn't really want to come out. But I pull it, and there it comes. pops out. And sure enough, it's the material like Under Armour. I'm, I'm thrilled, because they're like 30 bucks a pair. You know, got it for a quarter. I'm a little suspicious of this, because this stuff is returned. So, well, it was sealed. Oh, okay. Sealed. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I noticed there's little bumps in certain areas of the underwear, like the, like little pea-sized bumps. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's weird. What are those pressure points or something? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Magnets. My underwear has magnets. One of those magnet therapy things? Yes. That's stupid. They're in the back and they're on the front. Doesn't do anything at all. Well, what concerns me is I work uh, at Amazon and I have to go through metal detectors as I leave. first of all, you sound like you should be in the band Frankie Goes to Hollywood at this point. You're wearing some crazy (laughs) biker underwear. No, they are very, very comfortable. I'll give you that. But what if I There is an image in everyone's head now we cannot screw. Well, especially me because I'm looking at you. You know what image worries me? What if I get too close to some guy... Also wearing them. <laughs> Opposites attract. Oh, or, it's a pow. Uh, yeah. That could be deadly. But anyway, that's one of the treasures. I consider it What a if treasure. Amazon hits a button and they're like electromagnets and they just start, you start sticking to robots and stuff? <laughs> it's spelled V-K-W-E-I-K-U. If you put that into Amazon, you can see... Uh, you can see what I'm discuss- what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm really not sure I feel comfortable even being in here with you. Get the can away from me. I don't know what's, where it's been. <laughs> it's a good-looking can. I'm going to save it put pencils in it. It looks like a cross between a weird like European beer can yeah. and a can of oil. Yeah, it does. It kind of looks like that. But that's my weird story. In- it's an English famous brand. So any of our Brits that listen, uh, VK Wiku. And what is the purpose of the magnets? I, there was nothing. I just said, is it that stupid magnet therapy thing where people think magnets have some kind of a I don't know medicinal value? I, I, I don't know. 
I didn't tell any difference. Well, I, I swear, know. if you don't read the next story, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> Not because, no, not because of you, but because I ate a whole bag of chocolate. <laughs> Headline is, Wanted Man Mistakes Cruiser for Pizza Delivery Car. This comes to us from South Burlington, Vermont. Did South- you even Google why they had magnets? No, I didn't. I didn't take okay, the time. You tell to. the story. I'm gonna look. Okay, maybe pull it up on Amazon. And, maybe and you see quit if... telling me what to do. Headline is: Oh, I've already done that. South Burlington police arrested a Vermont man who thought a cruiser was a pizza delivery car. Police were investigating public complaints about suspicious activity at a unit in Stonehenge. Stonehenge condos early Sunday morning. Michael Gonzalez, age 29, of Underhill. I ain't living in any place called Underhill. Yes, it. it... It does say of Underhill. It does, yes. Approached the Mark police car. Police said Gonzalez thought his pizza had arrived. Officers learned that he had an active arrest warrant for careless and negligent operation in huh. Franklin County. Magnetic Vermont. therapy. I just found is it. Is that what it is? Magnetic therapy. Okay. Can I finish this story before you go any further? I'm not really sure if you can or not. <laughs> Police say they found a misdemeanor amount of suspected heroin. Oh, there's a, there's a misdemeanor amount of heroin in the uh, in Vermont. I thought any heroin was a uh, was a major thing. Well, officers said they found a second resident inside the condo who had an active arrest warrant. So they hit pay dirt with this guy, William Russell, twenty nine. So Gonzalez and Russell were brought uh, to the correctional facility. Gonzalez was incited to appear. No, mine, mine were the blue and black. <laughs> now those look like Superman underwear. No, that's not them. I don't know how I feel about you anymore. Anyway, so this guy ran out to get his pizza, and it turns out to be a police car, and he done got arrested. You feel like that story, you were robbed of that story. Because, I do. Because I'm looking at underwear underwear pictures. Yeah. This, that, this is the weirdest thing ever. In fact, I'm not really <laughs> I'm sure. You, in the bizarre. Next, in the next band meeting, we're going to have to discuss whether or not we're even going to keep you on. <laughs> Did you find out what the magnets are supposed it to be It just said magnetic therapy. Well, just, what does that well, mean? Just Google magnetic therapy. I had a clue what it was, but I can't tell you. Am I going to start seeing visions or something? No, you know, people like they think those stupid copper bracelets do something for you. There's all these like therapeutic things that people do and they're like, you know, it, it's not going to do anything for you. Oh, man. You mean I got another pizza story? Yeah, I kind of lined up a few pizza stories in a row. Here New Jersey officers. Oh, New Jersey. Suspended after storming Domino's over undelivered pizza. Yeah. I don't know that's really a reason to storm a Domino's. Well, why don't you read it there? A pair of New Jersey police officers were suspended after one of them was caught on camera pushing a Domino's restaurant chain manager against a wall because their pizza didn't get delivered on time. Video obtained exclusively by News 4 shows the two Jersey City police officers storming a Domino's in Communipal Avenue in Jersey City and pushing the branch's manager up against a wall in an incident the manager, Mina Kirolos, said was was spurred because of a missed pizza delivery. How does this justify this? (laughs) It doesn't justify it. Kirolos said the confrontation was sparked by a missed pizza delivery. (laughs) He said when the driver arrived at the delivery location, his calls were not answered. A short time later... He said he got a call from an officer update of, uh, upset over the missing pizza delivery. Well, he said he was coming to my store, so I waited 10, 15 minutes. No one showed up, he said. Two officers eventually did show up. Surveillance footage shows the pair in uniform as they barged in and broke up the hum of the pizza delivery <laughs> operation. Oh, yeah. I've worked at a couple pizza joints, and there never was a hum. <laughs> I used to hum when I was making pizzas. Um, I'd say... Mm-hmm. Carolos mm-hmm. then walked out of a back room video shows, and one of the officers grabs him and pushes him against a wall. Several other these guys should be fired immediately. <laughs> Several other Domino employees crowd around them, with some pulling out their phones to film the wrangle. I was thinking, what can I do? 
Corolla said, he's a police officer. I can't do anything back. What was that weird uh, mascot Domino's had for a while? It was the, noid, like, the Noid. The Noid. Yeah. yeah. What if he came running out of the back room? Well, he would be tr- <laughs> pulling well, he, his ears. Well, he'd be running out trying to make all the pizza not fresh. <laughs> he would be running out not helping the guy. He'd he would be just, helping him handcuff him. Yeah. He would just be doing whatever he could to make everything less the fresh. Noid. Uh, in a cell phone video recorded by an employee, Corollas can be heard saying, remove your hands and don't touch me. Remove your hands? That's got to be painful. How do you detach your hands? <laughs> one officer can be seen trying to defuse the situation between the two. Corolla said at one point, uh, the more irate of the two officers told him, I'll lock you up. <laughs> and the cell phone footage then shows the manager holding his hands out as if they are cuffed. <laughs> and he says, please do it. I'm tired of this place. I'd rather be in jail. The officer trying to break up the two men. The stony lonesome. And then be heard saying, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. To Corollos, <laughs> and he suggests that the three of them go outside and have a friendly conversation. <laughs> Corello initially uh, refuses, but the three men eventually go outside to talk. Their voices now inaudible. <laughs> they speak in a different language. Pizza. Okay, sir. I'll kill you. Now. I can't hear you. I'll tase you. After the exchange, what they exchange? Don't t- pizza. The gifts. They had gift exchange. Don't tase me. The two officers sus- uh, were suspended and charged with harassment and disorderly conduct. Both are due in court April 11th. The Jersey City uh, Police Department did not respond to a request for comment on the case because they were in the middle of a staff pizza party. Joyzy. Joyzy. We got another pizza delivery story. This is the pizza episode. This one happens in Florida. Two boys tried to steal. And they are boys. They're bug shots. They look like they're 10. Tried to steal a pizza delivery car, but could not drive a, a stick. I saw this headline somewhere. Did you? Two Florida boys. Here's the thing. If you're going to steal something, you need to make sure your getaway car is yes. one that you are familiar with. You need with. to know how to operate that thing. Yes. Ro, Rojo Sebastian. Hey, hey, family show. Age 14 and Miguel Garcia, age 12. Your were, friend Miguel? We're, our friend Miguel. No, our he, friend he's Miguel. much older. But he's our friend. I'm more of a friend to him than you are. We're, I'm more of a brother of, than, he, than you were busted last week after attempting to steal a Domino's delivery man's car, but their plan foiled upon learning the car was a stick shift. The boys attempted their plan last Friday after a Domino's uh, delivery driver, Isaac Javier Ortez, was bringing the pie to Garcia's J-O! <laughs> he left his car running in the driveway as he went to make his delivery. That's standard for uh, pizza yep, delivery. Yep. He recalled trying to get you know, the there was a time when we deliver pizza. We wouldn't worry about turning our car off. Heck no. I'd leave the door open. You know? Yeah. Just, yeah you're just trying to get going. the pizza to him. He recalled trying to give the resident their pizza, but they denied their order uh, that they ordered one. That's what, Oh, so these kids ordered this pizza at their up. neighbors. Ah, they came out and uh, and saw what? What? This they, was they, almost a, this, this was almost a good plan. <laughs> Call in an order for the neighbor, um, and then when the guy goes to deliver it, jump in his car and take off. That's right. And they just didn't think it through. They didn't know what a stick shift they was. They had no so idea. used to automatics at 14 and 12. Snowflakes. Here's what Ortez had to say. They came out and said, we know what any pizza, but then what, they- What is he? Where's he from? I don't know, but that's how he said, we, and say we know order, so I kind of think he's got a, you know, a little- I don't know. I don't, easy. But when they tell me, then I hear my car in the driveway make a big noise. Ortera said the boys did not seem to be the experts in manual transmission and had a tough time trying to get away. <laughs> they couldn't find them, so they grind them. Deputies from, uh, oh, wait, when they go back to get first gear, they cannot drive. What, he can hear that it's first gear? I guess, the pizza delivery said. The pizza delivery guy, driver said. 
Deputies from Lee County Sheriff's Office found the two boys walking on the railroad tracks. They looked like little kids, Ortez said. I say they look like babies. And they did. They looked... I mean, they don't look 12 and 14. Were they wearing diapers? No. Deputies also found... Were they wearing magnetic underwear? Maybe. Also found a pipe on Garcia and charged him with possession of drug equipment. The two boys were both arrested for Grand Theft Auto. Oh, they were must have been playing the game. Yeah, they had the game. And possession of burglary tools. Burglary. This is not the first time Garcia has attempted to steal a car in November. He was cited for driving his mother's car without a license and without the headlights on. He's not good at crime. We go from three pizza stories... To three Florida stories well, in think, a row. I think we should hear it again. Do you, do you really? Yeah. I, wasn't going to. I don't think there's a law that says we start podcast. Do what we want. Drunk Florida man yells, come and get me, to deputies. Then he's arrested. <laughs> they came and got him. <laughs> Defunct Springs. No, no, it is not. It's Defuniac. That's it. Or Defuniac. No, it's Defuniac. Defuniac Springs. A Florida man was arrested this week after fleeing a traffic stop, then later coming back to taunt. I shall taunt you for a second time. <laughs> He's taunting the officers and did donuts in, on his four-wheeler. Oh, they love donuts. According to uh, the Waltons. No, it was the Walton County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> the Waltons. Aaron Clark, 24. Aaron. I think that's Aaron. Uh, nope. If you're gonna, if A-A-R-O-N has to be pronounced Aaron, it's for everybody. Okay, fine. I'm not breaking my brain just for you. <laughs> fine. Aaron Clark, 24, was charged with fleeing, attempting to elude, What's the and difference? reckless driving. And fleeing, after, attempting to elude. Well, he took off, and then he tried to get away, like... Get away from the cops. That's eluding them. Well, that's and thing. reckless driving while he was doing it. Anyway, after he ran away from a traffic stop Saturday night, deputy said Clark was stopped along with two other four-wheelers on a Walton. That's what he did. He's on a four-wheeler. He's trying to take like alleys and oh, he could. back roads. I'm and surprised everything. he didn't get away. Um, let's see. He um, Let's see. Where was I? Later that night, he returned. Okay, wait. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Threw yes. myself off. Clark was stopped along with two other four-wheelers on a Walden County road while the two other vehicles stopped. He rode away from the deputies. Later that night, Clark returned to the traffic stop with a beer in his hand, yelling, <laughs> come and get me. Here I am. Woo-hoo! To the deputies before riding off again. Woo! <laughs> deputies tried to catch up to Clark, but when they turned the corner onto Margaret Boulevard, Clark sped at the deputies, holding a beer can in his hand and yelling. <laughs> Look at me. Deputies went to Clark's home to arrest him. Clark said he had no memory of the incident because he was intoxicated, according to deputies. Is that a, is that a good defense? Not if you're underage. Nope. Not any. Not at all, I don't think. Well, I'm sure, but back to Florida, the Florida episode. I yes. I told you we had three three Floridas in a row. Pizza in Florida. And three pizzas in a row. This isn't just Florida, by the way. This is one of those idiots that kiss snakes. Watch out. Florida snake. Headline is, Florida man faces charges after being bitten, attempting to kiss a venomous snake. Why do people do this, Craig? What is wrong with people? As you said yourself, snakes are the devil's hand puppets. That's all, they are all over this place. The devil probably wears oh. snakes as socks. He wears snakeskin socks, I feel pretty I sure. he does, yeah. yeah. A Florida man was bitten in the face by a venomous snake after trying to kiss it, authorities told ABC. Austin Hatfield, age 18, he probably ate a couple of Tide Pods before he picked up his his snake to kiss it, told his friends he took a liking to the snake and decided to keep it as a pet. I like you. I will pet you and I will name you George. And I will kiss you. I will kiss you and pet you and name you George. Robin Belcher, the mother of his best friend Jason Belcher. (laughs) It was a cottonmouth snake, four foot... And he pulled it out of a pillowcase and laid it on his chest, and it ended up striking him on the face, Belcher said. 
the teenager who is repeatedly or reportedly he's repeatedly he's reportedly in critical condition at tampa general hospital did not immediately respond to abc news request for comment family members reportedly killed the reptile and brought it to the hospital hey you know it's to, too late to, to, to interject here you know i think cotton mouths i think about tennessee because we have tons of cotton mouths yeah like that. but you know what we don't have that i saw a picture the other day that apparently we do have now brown don't tell me a brown tree snakes from australia alligators Tennessee has alligators. I, uh, yep, Tennessee no. TVA or somebody. Yeah, yeah. In the I'm sewer, gonna look, I'm gonna look it up. We're talking. Where is it in the sewer? No, they 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 can live. They can. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cottonmouths are also known as water moccasins, and they're common snake in the uh, southeast, according to Terry Phillip. You know Terry Phillip. Uh, he knows snakes like everything. The curator of reptiles for Reptile Gardens in Rapid City, South Dakota. Reptile Gardens. Let's go visit there. I don't think so. Phillip, who is a professional herpetologist said about 3,500 people in the United States are bitten each year by venomous snakes, leading to as many as four fatalities. About 70% of the victims are men between the ages of 16 and 25, and alcohol is usually involved. I'd say so. The vast majority of men bitten in the upper extremities, forearms, and face, Phillips said. I like this mix. All right, this quote. Testosterone and snake venom don't mix very well. (laughs) No. So that's all I got on that. Check it out. So this is from the... The Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, Tennessee.gov. And it talks about how recently a seven-foot alligator was videoed by TWRA, Region 1 personnel in West Tennessee, the Wolf River. And they're seeing alligators. They're naturally expanding their range into Tennessee from the southern border states. Oh, we got to put a stop to that, right? And I mean now. It said, um, uh, it said they can survive Tennessee winters by going into hyper, uh, hibernation like dormancy. That's dormancy, how I survive Tennessee winters. Called brumation. I go in brumation. Yeah. yeah. They can withstand periods of ice by sticking their snout out of the water before it freezes, which allows them to yes, continue breathing. Which is awesome. So all we've got to do in the wintertime is go around looking for a little snout sticking out. And, and fill them with concrete. And dynamite them. <laughs> just put a little super glue in there and close those babies up. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's just, that's not, I don't like that. What's next? We don't need crocs. What's a funnel webs? Oh, we got enough. We got rattlesnakes. That's bad enough. I think we have a version of the funnel web, but it's not like. Terrifying. No way! It's not terrifying. We, how, we have, how do we get it? We have spiders that build was it in the type. box with the shapes and the curly whirlies. You know, I had a conversation today, by the way, with a guy that uh, another guy I know at my office who's Australian. No way! He was giving me. You great, work with an Australian? Yeah. Has he still got the accent? We were talking about Vegemite. Oh yeah. Oh. oh. We we're talking about Vegemite, and I said, you know, this whole thing about shapes. There's only one shape in there. What's yeah. that all about? Yeah. What do you say? He just kind of thought about it for a minute. Realized there, yeah, there actually is only one. Well, shape. they're still shapes. He said, the, he said the pizza ones are good. Did you try the pizza ones? Yes, they were good. They were the best. Yeah, they well, taste the, like pizza. The chicken. Uh, I didn't get any of those. The chicken crumpies or whatever. Yeah, you ate them all. And I told him, I said, and the, I said the curly whirlies, they're just like a, it's like a candy milk bar version bag. of milk. Does he goes, yeah, that's what they are. It's so good. And he gave me some ideas that we need to. Oh, good. Yeah, he gave me some good ideas. All right, Adam, mate, you got a package we're working on for you over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's right, hey, Adam. Yeah, hey, all right. He gave me some ideas. That's hey, not a package. Uh, what? Anyway, so <laughs> next story. This just in. Yeah. What you talking about story? Man charged in dry tavern standoff thought armed ninjas and Deadpool were burglarizing <laughs> his home. Deadpool didn't burglarize people, did he? I've never seen it. I haven't either, but I thought he was. Then why would of, you speak to it if you don't know? I didn't think he was like a bad guy. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> ask Randall. Hey, an arrest warrant has been issued for a man who caused a SWAT police a SWAT police a SWAT police a SWAT police response at his dry tavern home last year after he fired shots from his rooftop when he thought armed ninjas and the comic book character Deadpool were breaking into his home. John Pokron 
Potron Pokron the third. Pokron thirty one. Uh, was charged comma, comma. poking with a snake. <laughs> Look, there's two commas after thirty one. Comma comma was charged. <laughs> comma 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 comma. Okay, John Pokron um, was charged Thursday with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, reckless endangering, and resisting arrest. Pokron, we're home. Pokron, we're home. Uh, JP Robotron. Uh, and his girlfriend, Holly Burkowski, Holly. Were, both, were both uh hospitalized for evaluations after the May thirtieth incident that prompted state police to close Route eighty eight in the tavern for hours. At about noon that day, state police received a report of a man shooting from a rooftop. <laughs> he a didn't have a gun. He was actually shooting <laughs> from the roof. He's just like, he took off. Yeah, yeah. He shot out like a rocket. A Cumberland uh, Township police officer was nearby and heard the shots. Pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> when he went outside, he saw Robotron shooting. I don't know. Is it Pacron? I guess Pacron. JP, man. I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, shooting into his home from the roof. Pacron then jumped off the roof and ran across Route oh. 88 carrying a woman later identified as Burkowski. <laughs> Police initially responded to what they believed to be an active shooter situation and found Pacron and Burkowski. Uh, Burkowski running from their home where the shots were fired. Pacron told police several people uh, they did not know broke in and chased them to an upstairs room. The two were able to escape by climbing on the roof. When troopers entered, they found no sign of any break-ins. <laughs> However, there were multiple bullet holes found in the house. Burkowski had not been charged with in connection with the incident as of Monday afternoon. Police said Pacron was irate, combative, and uncooperative and had to be tasered in Don't order to be me, bro. placed under arrest according to court documents. Uh, Pacron had .71 grams of crack cocaine and a crack pipe when he was arrested. State police later interviewed Pacron uh, about the incident, and he told investigators that he and Burkowski were in their home when five to six individuals broke in and demanded money. He explained the robbers had blood red eyes and were dressed like ninjas, except for one robber who was dressed like Deadpool, <laughs> according to the documents. He said the heavily armed ninjas chased him and his girlfriend to their upstairs uh, bedroom, and uh, Pacron began to shoot at them with an AR-15 assault rifle. By the way, it does not stand for assault rifle. It does not. Police said... Um, and assault rifles not a real thing, by the way. He was unsure if he hit any of the imaginary robbers when he climbed out a window if onto the roof. Imaginary robbers continued <laughs> to continued to engage the would be robbers who dress like ninjas in the comic book character. They said he wouldn't have gotten tased either. But I've got a little audio here. They said, "Look, we're going to tase you." He do said, it. That's what he said. Yeah. Just do it. So they tased him. Just darn it. <laughs> Headline is. London murder rate higher than New York. I saw this today. As police investigate the 31st stabbing in the capital this year. It's not year. guns. It's guns not, are illegal. It's, it's knives. That's it's right. knives. London's monthly murder rate has overtaken that of New York City for the first time after the worrying surge of stabbings continued across the capital. The death of a 20-year-old man in Wandsworth yesterday took, uh, took it up to 30, the number of people stabbed to death in London since the start of 2018. Soaring levels of knives crimes has helped the U.K. capital outstrip New York in terms of murders for the last two months running. I thought Chicago was the murder capital. Well, for guns. Oh, okay. In February. There's definitely gun crime there. London recorded 15 homicides compared to New York's 14, while in March there were 22 as opposed to 21 in the U.S. city. Eight Londoners, most of them under 30, were murdered in the six days between March 14th and March 20th that's a lot that's that's five people well a day. They, need, they need to have stronger knife laws you know what knife they're gonna laws. have to outlaw uh knives period just gonna scissors fall into that yeah the scissors do. anything sharp 
Yep. Uh, I, I would letter allowed, openers. I wouldn't be allowed there. You know. I'm, well, no, you would because you're pretty not sharp. You're dull. <laughs> you you sharp as a bowling you're ball. You're not sharp. You're you're the opposite of sharp. You're <laughs> that boy's about as sharp as a bowling ball. While the population of London and New York are similar, with around 8 million people living in each, the number of murders in the U.S. city is still around twice that here. Crime statistics also suggest that you are almost six times more likely to be burgled in the British capital than the U.S. city. You know why? Because they know that the homeowner is not going to shoot them when they break in. Yeah. Because they're sitting ducks. Yes. Yeah. London also has almost three times the number of reported rapes. Although differences in the way uh, the figures are recorded is thought to impact the overall statistics. Uh, the UK banned handguns, Craig, in 1997. Yep, there you go. Hey, I love a good McDonald's story. Why will you not bring back Fecal Surprise? Fecal Surprise! I can't find it. I've told you about that. You know what? I don't need you. I'll do it on my own. This is a true case of fecal surprise. Fecal surprise. This is bizarre. McDonald's customer, disgusted by pile of human feces <laughs> on floor, throws away his McMuffin. Well, sure, I would too. A double sausage and egg McMuffin was the cost to Stephen Jackson, who was so appalled by finding a large human poo <laughs> on the floor of a McDonald's toilet. He said, hey, man, I'm in here. <laughs> that he couldn't face eating the food he had just bought from the franchise. I picture that little cartoon character your friend made. <laughs> yeah, Poopy Magoo. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. If that's what the bathroom looks like, what does the kitchen look like? Oh, who, I'd, no, I'd have no. thrown the food away, too. An empty bottle of vodka had also been discarded in a sink, and the toilets were... Good grief, man. Uh, what kind of McDonald's bo- is this? Apparently, it's a all-nighter. It's All another right. UK story. An empty bottle of vodka had also been discarded in a sink in the in the toilets in the bathroom. Yeah, where uh, mound uh, where the mound of feces lay inside the door of <laughs> a cubicle uh, we'd call stall. Stephen twenty six from Lockleys in Bristol was in the Cabot Circus brand. It was a circus, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Early looked like an elephant had been in there. <laughs> Listen how they write this. Stephen twenty six. And from Lockheed's in Bristol, <laughs> was in the Cabot Circus branch early. Doors looking for a spot for breakfast. A uh, breakfast. That makes looking, no sense. He's whatsoever. looking for a spot of breakfast. Yeah, he went into early doors. There's, it was they, seven, they, have so, they have doors for each hour <laughs> of the day. It was seven a.m. It was seven a.m. on Wednesday, March fourteenth, when Steve captured his find. On camera for the world to see. So he doesn't want to be around it, but he wants to take pictures yeah. of it. Look what I got. Look what I saw. You gonna believe what I saw? Maybe throw away my breakfast. Steven, who works in construction, well, this guy's used to going to those porta potties. He should be so offended. <laughs> I told every the day. told the Bristol Post it was in McDonald's by Cabot Circle Circle Circus. Oh, whatever it was, it was stunk. <laughs> About seven a.m. on Wednesday morning, <laughs> I walked in the toilets. There was empty vodka bottles in the sink. And human excretion over the floor. It was disgusting. Yes. I left instantly and threw my double sausage and egg McMuffin in the bin. I didn't know you could get a double sausage egg McMuffin. Huh? That well, sounds delicious. He then sent the video to a friend, some friend. <laughs> hey, look. Who uploaded mate. it to Twitter and tagged the post. A McDonald's spokesperson said, Cleanliness and hygiene is of the utmost importance to us. <laughs> And we can confirm that as soon as this incident was brought to the attention of our restaurant manager, the toilets were immediately closed for cleaning. They'll reopen next March. The incident was resolved quickly 
and professionally by our restaurant crew. Oh my gosh, what a nightmare. Well, right into that into something else. That's right. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. What time that just right, didn't I? You sure did. Here we go. Top ten failed McDonald's products. Number ten through one, all of them. <laughs> Every the whole menu. Everything, the whole place. <laughs> Not true. I can't tell you the last time I went to McDonald's. I went yesterday. Yeah, I said me, not you. I, <laughs> I know you went there. I'll get it. I'll, I'll stop and get a McGriddle on my Did way. Did you know to work. today it was free Little Caesars lunch pizza? Thing I noticed me? there was a line about a mile long coming out of Little Caesars. Quite a long line. Why are they giving away free pizza? Yeah, something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some national thing. I don't know. Something. When we can't think of things to do, we give crap away. It's not Pie Day. No. Huh? There's free ice cream day. Why is there never? Oh. Well, yeah, the Dairy, Qu- when Dairy Queen. Tiny. When Dairy Queen did the free ice cream thing a while back, it was just a cone. It yeah, was a little bitty cone too. Yeah, it's like a sample. Like okay, ready? Yeah, yeah. Number ten of the top ten failed McDonald's project products. Products. <laughs> Same thing, really. Projects. <laughs> Pretty much. Products. Yeah. Number ten, McGrodden Croquette. Well, croquet. No, what is no, that? I think it's a croquette. What is Croque- it? I don't think it's croquet. Is it croquet? I think so. I don't yeah. think so. The croquet no, is a croquet. game. Croquet is a game. It's also a, Mc- a McGrodden croquet. Whatever. Oh, let's call it this. McGrodden, McGrodden Crockett. <laughs> this special McDonald's burger designed for the Japanese market was a dismal failure. Why did it fail? Perhaps it was the fact that it contained a deep fried macaroni shrimp and mashed potatoes perhaps huh. it was the fact that it was served on a bed of cabbage really i don't i'm not trying that i'm sorry number nine of the top 10 failed mcdonald's products the hula burger that sounds like fun uh, this burger was created in 1963 and it was aimed at roman catholics who were forbidden to eat meat on fridays it was basically a cheeseburger with a slice of pineapple instead of meat and the burger was a disaster. What did you just do? It sounds like we're getting rained on in here. What the heck? You what did was that, that? On the other episode. Hey, number yeah. eight and number seven really bothered me because they were, at least number eight was really good. You think so? The McDLT was number eight. McDLT was the one that had it came in cold a weird, on one yes. side. It had cold on one side and, and, and hot on the other. And it was supposed to, kind of like when you're grilling out, you get your hot hamburger on the bun and all your cold yeah, stuff, yeah. cheese yeah. stuff goes on top of it. I liked them too. And, uh, and uh, Jason Alexander, who played George Costanza. George Costanza. Yeah. He was actually, on the commercial. He was the singing and dancing guy on that. that i think that was his first television appearance well the mcdlt god rest its soul was number actually seven. was actually good I number thought. seven I, number I, seven was around for a while i vaguely remember the arch deluxe now what was the deal with it i Wasn't don't, it the I don't mc, remember it, it, i thought it was like a mcdlt no it was something else i just remember the name that's all i know okay uh number six of the top 10 failed mcdonald's products mclobster Yuck. Why did it fail? The price. Who wants to spend around five ninety nine on a fast food burger? I do that all the time. That you know will not satisfy your hunger. And let's face it, it looks like someone threw up on oh, a Oh, that's gross. Number five, the McHot Dog. I wouldn't buy that. No, I wouldn't either. I, I don't go to McDonald's for hot dogs. No. And Number, as a matter of fact, Ray Kroc said it was a rule of his. You cannot sell hot dogs. Did you ever watch The Founder? Not yet, but I'm dying to say. I heard it was really good. It is fantastic. I got some movie talk coming up in the except, next episode. Except you realize that he totally hornswoggled those guys. Oh, yeah. The McDonald's yeah, brothers. Yeah. It is a fantastic movie. I, I really do. <clears throat> man, I just I got all excited about yeah. that. I recommend The Founder. Really I will watch movie. it, and then we'll discuss. I believe it's on Netflix. Fantastic movie. Uh, number four, the McPizza of the top ten failed McDonald's. I do brothers. remember that, and uh, no thank you. No. Well, even worse, number three, McPasta. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. After testing pasta in the South in 1989, which I don't remember at all. 
McDonald's began testing a pasta-based menu at 40 units across Rochester, New York in September of 91, including lasagna, fettuccine Alfredo, and spaghetti with meatballs. No that, thanks. It just you just doesn't fit. What's this next one? Uh, number two just sounds wrong on all levels. Yeah, Mick Africa. <laughs> I'll catch the yeah. rains. <laughs> I get a burger down Africa. in Africa. <laughs> What's the worst thing you could possibly do when widespread famine in Africa is all over the news? Release and market a Mick Africa burger. Something it was an empty box. No, it was like a <laughs> it was like stale bread and some dirt. Yeah. A pebble. Uh, something to chow down on while watching the poor, starving children on TV. Oh. The problem with this product is not the is not in the poor flavor. It was in the poor taste of timing. That's probably true in the yep. advertising campaign. And number one, I, I remember but never had the number one. Oh, wait, I got to do this. The number one top ten failed McDonald's product, the McLean Deluxe. I remember that. I do, too. I, but I don't think I ever had that. The fat was removed and replaced with water. Oh, I bet that made it fun to fry it, yeah. but but to make the water stay in the meat, it was mixed with carrageenan seaweed. Car- you and me, carrageenan, carrageenan. The burger tasted awful, had a limited market, and failed dismally, which is really no surprise. I remember the name, but I don't remember. I do too. Oh, that's all I remember. I remember. It I've sounds familiar. Really, I've never been concerned with lean stuff, you know. Well, there we go. Episode one sixty three in the can. Yeah, you got the can. The underwear came in it. <laughs> the magnetic underwear. Hey, I've got attractive underwear. Hey, stop hitting my can. That was the can. <laughs> what are you doing? Sound effects, man. You're going to get it down Lee Berry. I know. All right, that's it. We're out of here. Listen to Mark Patch as he takes us out. And please leave us a review if you had not done so already. Tell your friends, family, neighbors, listen to Weird. We would appreciate it. We didn't even discuss that at Christmas. Little drummer boy. You're a drummer boy. Darn it.